It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Cougars. We are your daily source for all things BYU sports on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Jay Catch, your host here on this podcast, each and every day bringing you the newest and latest when it comes to BYU insider information you can only find here on this podcast. On today's show, we're breaking down a win for BYU basketball over Northwestern State. Should BYU fans be worried about the lack of shooting ability with this team? We'll discuss that here in this first segment. Second segment, we'll catch up with BYU assistant head coach, special teams coordinator, and linebackers coach Ed Lamb. Had a chance to speak with him after practice yesterday. And finally, we'll wrap up the show with the other news and notes we haven't touched on on today's show in Quick Hits. There's the show for you today, the layout. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, the title sponsor of this show. We'll tell you about that company here in a moment. Also brought to you today by our good friends at Sling TV, and we'll let you know about Sling TV here in a little bit as well. Let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for November 14th, 2018. Early in the game, we got open shots, but probably took them a little bit too quick and, you know, missed our, our first five or six threes. And, and then that kind of you know, gets us a little bit, you know, a little hesitant and not really sure of the next play. And, and so that rhythm offensively, we're still looking for. We had times during the game tonight where we had great stretches, good rhythm, and we just spend it. There you go, Dave Rose talking about his team's lack of shooting in the early part of this season. The Cougars pick up a win over Northwestern State last night to improve to 2-1. They beat the Demons 82-57, a relatively easy win. BYU won a big run in the late in the first half that really put them ahead for good. Uh, but the lack of shooting, the lack of ability from beyond the arc, the three-point line, is very concerning to me. I think BYU fans, if they really look at it, it should be concerning to you as well. Uh, Jeff Call noted this in his article for the Deseret News, that BYU through their first three uh, games this season, just 19 of 75 from beyond the arc. That is not a good statistic. BYU started the game last night 0 for 7 from 3. Northwestern State hung with the Cougars. It was 20 to 19 about 10 minutes into this game. And then BYU went on a run to close out the first half, like I said, that helped kind of seal this win, made sure that BYU would have a comfortable lead for the rest of the night. But the lack of ability from beyond the arc has got to be concerning for BYU, especially considering they're in a soft part of their schedule. You'd like to see them get their shooting in order, and this is the time to do it. BYU started 0 for 7 from 3, finished the game 7 of 15 from that point for a total of 7 makes on 22 attempts from beyond the arc. Still just an abysmal shooting number as a team. And BYU's got to figure it out. You heard Dave Rose talk about it. He feels like the offense for BYU is still coming along, but it needs to be expanded. He said that there are times guys feel like the, the, they make one play they're not, and it doesn't work. They don't know what the next play is. And that's got to be worked on. I felt like a year ago, even though certain players didn't see eye-to-eye with Heath Schroyer and his offensive sets and the way they were playing in the half court, etc., 
The good news about it was is it was a very clearly defined offense, and BYU worked within that offense. They knew, okay, if we do this ball rotation, we're supposed to go with this, we're supposed to go with that. If any of you listening to this are Utah Jazz fans, the Utah Jazz, their their entire game plan is based on ball movement. Players on that team have to be cerebral in understanding, okay, we have a pick and roll here. I need to get to this spot if I'm a spot-up shooter on this play. And the ball keeps moving, and there's always... in interchangeable parts. The Golden State Warriors are probably the best at it in the world with their ability to just play with multiple guys moving the ball all at once, moving parts in harmony, and getting shots up. I think BYU's kind of going for that type of an offense where players play intuitively where they're able to play a, make a play. If it doesn't work, they revamp, and they back it out, and they work it again. BYU isn't there quite yet, as you heard Dave Rose say in those opening comments. Dalton Nixon, who had a good night last night, uh, tied a career high with 15 points on the night. A good game from Dalton Nixon. I believe he's a glue guy this year. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I feel like his ability to just do the little things around the team, and that's including uh, getting 50-50 balls, rebounding, assists, pass that lead to assists, All the stuff that shows up in the scorebook outside of scoring is what Dalton Nixon's game is built on. And the fact that he scored 15 points last night is just an added benefit. It was good to see him go out and have a good night. I also feel like guys like Connor Harding and Gavin Baxter are also starting to round into form in the young part of the season. And they'll be integral parts of this team as they get ready for West Coast Conference play and the rest of their non-conference play. But getting back to the point, Dalton Nixon after the game was asked about the lack of shooting ability for BYU, and here's what he had to tell reporters after the game about that. You know, as a team, we've come out in these first three games and struggled to shoot the ball in the first half, Uh, but I think each individual sees a few drop. I think it'll really open up and, you know, get used to shooting under the lights here in the Marriott Center. So that's something that we want to do better as a team is shoot the ball well from three because we believe that's who we are, good shooters back at it, get back in the gym and shoot shots. There you go, Dalton Nixon. He believes guys just need to see shots fall. I tend to agree with him. It's almost a... I don't know, it's an epidemic. When guys start making the threes and they see their own shots go in the basket as well as those of their teammates, it becomes contagious. Guys start hitting shots, and BYU's got to get it going. Uh, This week they can get away with with some lack of shooting, in my opinion. They'll be playing against Oral Roberts Thursday night at 7 o'clock and then Alabama A&M on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Both of those games will be live on BYU TV, and neither one of those opponents are opponents that BYU... I think, I think, this is just my thought, will be penalized or hurt by the fact that they can't hit at a high clip from the three-point arc. Going down the stretch in this non-conference season, though, when you go up against teams like a Weber State, a Utah State, Utah, those in-state teams, uh, UNLV, San Diego State, Mississippi State, the better teams in your non-conference schedule with more accomplished offensive athletes, ability to hit shots, that's when BYU could definitely take a hit in a game if they can't make threes at a consistent clip. If that's what BYU is going to go for. It looks like that's the way they're, they're going to go for it because for three games, BYU is averaging 25 three-point attempts per game, a tidy 75 attempts. But as I mentioned, they've only hit on 19 of them. So either BYU's got to adjust their game, work it inside, play from inside out, which is always the 
uh, type of game that I favor. That's my favorite type of basketball. But if they're going to go from the outside in, meaning they're going to shoot three-pointers to open up the middle for a guy like Yoli Childs, well, you better start hitting them consistently. And that includes Yoli Childs hitting threes and outside jumpers that open up his game. He had another good game last night, 18 points and 15 rebounds to pace the Cougars. Another double-double for the star junior for BYU. And it's good to see Yoli... Yoli's ability to adjust his game when things aren't falling for him on the perimeter. He works it inside. He's getting double teamed all the time, it seems like. Game plans are centered around stopping him. But his strength and his ability, you can tell he's worked in the offseason to adjust his game to be able to attack in multiple facets. That's the good news for BYU is his ability to adjust his game when things aren't working for him. Now, one final thought. I mentioned Connor Harding and Gavin Baxter, two of the freshmen for BYU that are already having an impact this season. Two guys off LDS missions, both four-star prospects before they departed on missions, and they've come back, and they've been in relatively good shape, which is a good thing for BYU. I really like what Connor Harding offers to this team. He is a guy that is very versatile. He actually was the second leading rebounder for the Cougars last night. And I think his ability to hit shots in critical spots, he had a career-high 11 points last night. Uh, and his ability just to simply fit in with the framework of this team is going to benefit BYU. I've mentioned on this podcast multiple times when we have talked basketball that Gavin Baxter is my favorite guy on this team. He's got NBA athleticism, length, ability, and he's continuing to refine his game. He had four blocks, which was a career high last night, and I think he's going to be a guy that is going to only get better as this season progresses along with Connor Harding. It's good to see these these two young men through three games already contributing to this team because BYU is going to need all hands on deck when it comes to facing teams like Gonzaga, St. Mary's, Mississippi State on the road right after Christmas. They're going to need to make sure that they have all hands on deck and many guys that can contribute. But the biggest thing here is can BYU start to see shots fall? If they don't see shots fall and it becomes something that plagues them throughout the year, they're going to drop games that they wouldn't otherwise drop if they're hitting shots at, a, I guess, an average rate. They've got to get that figured out from the three-point arc. You heard Dave Rowe say he wants to see the offense expand, see his guys continue to grow as this offense develops. He likes to see. He said he likes it in spots, but it still needs to expand, and we'll see if they're able to expand that. You also heard Dalton Nixon say that he believes getting into the gym, getting shots up, and just getting used to the lights, as he said, at the Marriott Center, just getting used to shooting on their home court should help BYU. They've got four more home games here before they go back out on the road, and hopefully BYU can get things corrected. So there you go. Some of my thoughts on BYU basketball from last night. Like I mentioned, they'll be in action two more times this week. Thursday night, they host Oral Roberts University at the Marriott Center at 7 o'clock. That game will be televised on BYU TV. And they'll also have a game Saturday at 4 o'clock, a matinee before the football game, when they take on Alabama A&M, also at the Marriott Center and also on BYU TV and the BYU Radio Sports Network. So check out those games. Always a good time to be out at the Marriott Center. And we'll see how the Cougars do if they can figure out the shooting issues going forward. 
All right, coming up next, we're going to talk with BYU assistant head coach Ed Lamb. I had a chance to speak with him yesterday after practice. Got some thoughts on senior day. Got some thoughts on the hiring season for college coaches. Also got some thoughts on New Mexico State, so we'll talk with him about that next. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's title sponsor on the program, and that is our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. All Guard Pest Control has a singular focus on all pests. This is not a company that does something else. It's a snow shoveling business that does that does pest control on the side or a lawn care business. No, All Guard Pest Control focuses on pests and they want to make sure that you're taken care of. This time of year, spiders and mice are working their way inside your homes. As the weather gets colder, they want to stay warm and they know where the house is. It's nice and warm in those basements and those nice dark corners. Well, All Guard Pest Control can come help you make sure that you don't have any pest control issues this winter and going forward. They'll come out, make sure you're taken care of, and if you have any issues after they've come out and treated your home, they'll come back out, make sure that you're taken care of so that way you don't have issues going forward. They offer one-time visits and also quarterly visits. However you want them to come out and treat your home, they'll make sure you're taken care of. They'll treat your home like it's their own. Their online reviews are absolutely phenomenal, so check it out, guys. If you have any pest control issues, All Guard Pest Control is your best bet. They use only the safest products in the home, which are safe for being around your pets and your children, so you don't have to worry about that. That gives you the peace of mind, knowing that your home is protected from all of the invaders that would like to come in from the outside. Give them a call, 801-851-1812. Let them know that Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. They'll make sure you're taken care of. That's All Guard Pest Control. Call them, 801-851-1812. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. We are available on all major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, everywhere fine podcasts can be found, you can find this podcast, and it is your daily source for all things BYU, bringing you interviews and insight that you can't find anywhere else. I had a chance to talk with BYU assistant head coach Ed Lamb yesterday, catch up with him, talk a little bit about senior day coming up for BYU when they take on New Mexico State, Saturday night. 815 Mountain Time, ESPN2, nationally televised game for the final game for a lot of BYU seniors. And in particular, the position group being hit hardest, in my opinion, is that linebacking core, which Ed Lamb has as his position group as a as a coach on this BYU staff. Uh, we started off the conversation talking about how guys in their final game at home, how if you if you're a competitor, you'll hear him talk about this. If you're a competitor, regardless of what you're competing in, 
your most recent competition is how you kind of judge your self-worth. And I know that sounds harsh, but it mean it, it, he means it more in the sports sense. You'll hear him talk about that to start with. We also had a chance to talk to him a little bit about his linebacking core, the talent coming up behind all of the seniors who are set to depart from this linebacking unit for BYU. And we even got a little bit into how the coaching situation when it comes to hiring season for coaches, which is starting to kick off as you're seeing coaches nationally getting fired. Uh, Bobby Petrino at Louisville comes to mind. We talked to him about how it affects coaches this time of year as they start seeing some of their colleagues lose jobs and guys start to look around for jobs. So here you go. Ed Land with me yesterday after practice at BYU. Every athlete, uh, probably video gamers, anybody who's competing, it's really the, the latest competition that, uh, that you feel your, your worth as a competitor is all about. And so uh, improvement is the name of the game. It's the name of name of life and the meaning of life. And I think if we can if we can win here at home this week, then that's an, an amazing uh, amazing experience for the guys. Doing everything I can to help with that. Your linebacking core very senior laden. What do you want these guys to walk away from their experience at BYU feeling like? Um, well, I, you know, I want I want to be I want them to think of me and their coaching staff as a, as a group that was capable and worked hard to help them achieve their goals. That's that's number one. I mean, I love just that that really makes it all uh, so much richer to hear from players five or ten, twenty years later. And uh, I just actually heard from from somebody uh, a week ago that I coached in 1997. So that was that was really cool to hear hear from a guy and uh, hear that uh, the successes he's having right now, uh, you know, he he credits a lot of his toughness to uh, what our coaching staff imparted on him back back then 20, 21 years ago, and and uh, that's that's the goal with all these guys is you know like we have to make decisions as coaches a lot of times about playing time and right now it, our players are at an age where they're fixated on playing time and stats and things and that that's just the stage that they are but uh, if they can if they can a few years from now look back and know that they were dealt with fairly and that uh, we we uh, honestly gave our very best effort to to give them uh, the best experience they could get uh, that's that's our goal with a senior laden core that also means you're gonna they're gonna be leaving mm-hmm. you use these last two games to get some of these younger guys more reps you think uh the you know we just let the depth chart take yeah. care of it uh, with that uh, it's always nice uh when games are uh, in hand mm-hmm. and i uh, feel like that we have a victory and uh we got that opportunity last week on a drive and we uh you know, we played a lot of guys last week, but on, on one drive in particular, we played guys that don't even practice on defense, and so it really didn't matter what call we were making. They didn't know any of the calls anyway. They're practicing with the uh, with the scout team. You know, they hadn't practiced on defense since since fall camp. So uh, that, but that's a cool experience because e- even that experience for them will translate into you know the future uh, confidences for them. Should you make a bowl game, how important would that be to get those extra that extra work with the with the young guys in particular? Yeah, I, I think that's critical. There's uh, you know a lot of a lot of people kind of make a uh, make try to make a uh, um, judgment call about whether you, you get more of an advantage going out and recruiting as a staff or uh, working with the players toward the bowl game. And I really think uh, the opportunity to do both is is critical, and uh, that extra series of practices. And just the uh, the way that BYU um, the way that BYU treats the the team on the postseason experience. I mean, they do it they do it first class, and I remember it as a player is a very special thing, and we hope to earn that opportunity for our guys. 
it's a busy time of year for you coaches because you talk about recruiting, but it's also this is the hiring season starting to kick up. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see guys leaving jobs, yeah. et cetera. How much does that add to what you guys already have going on? Um, yeah, I think that's kind of an individual thing. Okay. I know that sometimes guys that are uh, maybe a little younger in the business, you know, they have, they, they're obligated to keep an eye out for best opportunity for them to grow. And guys who aspire to be head coaches or coordinators, and, and they have to keep an eye on those things and see what's going on and keep their network going. Um, other other coaches are just, you know, it's kind of uh, like, you know, I've been in it long enough to learn that uh, there's – there's no, there's no job to look at until it's offered, you know, <laughs> no, no job to, you know, what's this job like? What's that job like? I don't know. Is somebody offering it? You know, that's usually my standard answer. <laughs> and that's just, that just comes through time because, you know, I think sometimes when you're young in the business and getting going, you get excited about 50 or 50 jobs yeah. a year and none of them turn out. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah. Let's get, uh, I guess, what's the word when you get just older and pessimistic (laughs) more cynical yeah cynical thank you that's the perfect word I guess last thing for me New Mexico State they were a feel good story a year ago making a bowl game for the first time in seemingly forever they're not going to make a bowl this year but what do you expect from them coming into Lavelle Edwards Stadium well, they're coming off of a bye week, and they have really good skill players. And typically, uh, you know, a team comes off a bye week, they're going to be quicker. And uh, you know, our bye week this year, we fortunately played a team that had come off a bye week too. So it's, you, know, you don't really see the difference. But over the years, what I've seen from a team coming off of a bye week is that uh, you know they're just they're a little more resilient to contact. They're a little quicker. They move faster, and uh, that's that's what we have an expectation for. I've studied them more, uh, their their offense in more detail than I have their defense, and obviously their special teams I've studied in more in, in more detail. They have some really dynamic players on offense that are also their specialists in the return games, and, and I, I think they'll, we'll see a, a really fast football team out there in New Mexico State. There you go, Ed Lamb. Thank him for taking the time to speak with me. We'll be catching up with some more players, hoping to get some of the seniors on as they wrap up their senior seasons over this week and next week and even into bowl season. We'll catch up with those guys. If there are players you haven't heard from and you'd like to hear from, let me know. Hit me up on social media. You can hit up the show at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. The direct messages on both of those are open, so feel free to drop me a note anytime you have a thought or a comment or if you simply want to hear from a player, let me know. Also, if you are interested in advertising with our show, this slot would be right here for you. To do that, you can hit me up at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you guys. We're still in the soft launch phase with the Locked On College Podcast Network, part of the Locked On Podcast Network nationally. The college arm still getting underway, and we have great rates right now for companies that would like to start up and advertise with Locked On Cougars. So if you are interested, Interested in that, please hit me up, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Thanks again to Ed Lamb for joining me here on the show. We'll have more of that coming up this week, getting you ready for New Mexico State this Saturday night. Uh, coming up next, we'll catch up on the other news, the other teams in action this week at BYU, a top 10 ranking for yet another BYU sports team. We'll tell you about that next. Before we do so, though, do need to tell you about Sling TV. Sling TV is your best bet to watch all the college football you can handle this season for just $30 
$20 a month. You get ESPN, Pac-12 networks, SEC networks, and more. It makes sure with Sling TV that you don't miss any of the college football or BYU games in particular that you are looking for. You can stream Sling TV on your big screen TV in your home, and you also can take it with you on your tablet or on your phone. All of your favorite devices are able to use Sling TV. There are no useless channels with Sling TV. You pick the channel networks that you want to watch. No long-term contracts. It's month to month. You can cancel at any time. And there are no hidden fees. You know exactly what you're paying right up front. That's one of the best bets when it comes to Sling TV. If you want to check it out, see if it's the right option for you, go to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on and get a seven-day free trial to check it out. Sling TV. It is the live TV you love, only better. Check it out once again, sling.com slash locked on. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Locked on Cougars. And as we close out today's show, I want to thank you guys for your continued support. If you don't mind, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts listening to this, please give us a five-star review and leave us a note. Let us know what you think of the show. It helps us out when it comes to the algorithms that those podcatchers use to promote the show. So any and all help is appreciated. And I thank you guys for joining me on this show each and every day. I had a note dropped to me by a friend saying that I don't know how you come up with topics each and every day. And I have to say, honestly, it's easy. I've been engrossed with covering BYU for going on a decade at this point, and I'm engrossed with this team, and I get to know players and athletes, and I like to pay attention to the storylines surrounding the teams. So it's actually quite easy to bring this to you guys each and every day, and I thank you guys for your continued support. It's a blast to bring it to you. All right, as we close out the show, let's talk about some of the other teams that were in action yesterday and also some honors being handed out. The BYU women's basketball team held a halftime lead but had a big run by number 23 Cal that ultimately ended up with a 70-52 to 52 loss for the Lady Cougars at the Marriott Center yesterday. Head coach Jeff Judkins on BYUCougars.com said, quote, I thought we played fairly well. We played a great first half. The girls did what we worked hard on and executed very well. The second half we came out and just weren't quite as sharp. Uh, is what what you would expect with an 18-point loss. Paisley Johnson was 5-10 from the field to pace the Cougars with 14 points and 7 rebounds. Also had 4 steals in the game. So BYU women's basketball now 1-1 on the season. They will be back at home Saturday. It's going to be a triple header essentially. If you want to go watch BYU sports all day on Saturday, you can do it starting at 1 o'clock with the women's basketball team. They'll be taking on Eastern Washington at the Marriott Center. That game will be broadcast on the W.TV. You can follow it up with men's basketball at 4 o'clock against Alabama A&M and then BYU football on senior night against New Mexico State at 8.15. Get your tickets. Go to BYUCougars.com. You can check that out. 
Uh, Heather Knighting, one of the star players for the BYU women's volleyball team, ranked number one in the country. She had double-digit kills and six blocks in each of BYU's two matches last week, and as such, she was named West Coast Conference Player of the Week. So hats off to her. It is her first Player of the Week honor. It's the sixth in 12 weeks for the Cougars, three of them going to Roni Jones-Perry and two of them going to Lindy Lindy Haddock-Epich. So hats off to Heather Knighting in joining that crew. BYU is out on the road for their final three matches of the regular season. I would expect their favorite in all three of them and should win them in short fashion and should be able to retain that number one ranking heading into the national title race with the NCAA tournament. Final note here, as I mentioned right before the break, there's a top 10 team on campus once again for BYU, joining the women's volleyball team and the cross-country teams, both men's and women's. Well, add the men's golf team to that. The BYU men's golf team is ranked number nine in the country, according to the NCAA Top 25 rankings, which were released yesterday. Junior Peter Quest, who had an absolutely phenomenal fall season, he's actually ranked fourth, number four, individually in the country. It is the first appearance in the top 10 for the Cougars this season. They finished off their fall fall season just barely at the St. Mary's Invitational last week where they finished second. Uh, They were joined in the top 25 by West Coast Conference foe Pepperdine and the Cougars will open up their spring season in January when they head to Arizona for the Arizona Invitational in Tucson. So hats off to BYU men's golf. Bruce Brockbank and his team finishing off a stellar fall season, now ranked top 10 in the country, and they'll be getting ready for their spring season coming up. Hopefully they can pick up right where they left off. Alright, that's the show for today. Thanks again for joining us. It's a pleasure to bring it to you guys. Also brought to you today by our title sponsor All Guard Pest Control. Thank them for their continued support of the show. Also brought to you by Sling TV. Check out both of those companies. And if you are interested in advertising with us once again, hit me up LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. We'll be back tomorrow Continuing to get you ready for BYU football this Saturday. More BYU basketball with a three-game schedule this week. And who knows what else might pop up between now and then. We'll have it all covered for you right here, though, on Locked on Cougars. This has been Locked on Cougars for November 14th, 2018. Listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.